from the parish of Newcastle West. Give me justice, O God, and plead my cause against a nation that is faithless. From the deceitful and cunning, rescue me, for you, O God, are my strength. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. And with your spirit. I welcome you all to our Mass here in Abbeyfield Church uh, this morning as we continue our Lenten journey. There is much we cannot do in these strange times, but the Lenten journey is very much a personal journey that we can carry out ourselves, and only ourselves can carry out that journey with the support, of course, of the liturgy. And as we continue that Lenten journey, Jesus puts before us today part of the challenge, in a sense the central challenge, of following his way. Our special intention for our Mass this morning is an anniversary Mass for Ito Connell of Kilmanahan and Nora Patrick and Betty Collins of Mean Killy. As always, we pause for a moment now to look at ourselves as we continue through Lent, to acknowledge our sinfulness and to humbly pray for God's mercy. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. Christ, have mercy. You will come in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. By your help, we beseech you, Lord our God, May we walk eagerly in that same charity with which, out of love for the world, your Son handed himself over to death, 
to our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We sit now and listen to the Word of God. First reading, a reading from the prophet Jeremiah. See, the days are coming, it is the Lord who speaks, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, but not a covenant like the one I made with their ancestors on the day I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant of mine, so I had to show them who was master. It is the Lord who speaks. No, this is a covenant I will make with the house of Israel when those days arrive. It is the Lord who speaks. Deep within them I will plant my law, writing it on their hearts. Then I will be their God and they shall be my people. There will be no further need for neighbor to try to teach neighbor, or brother to say to brother, learn to know the Lord. No, they will all know me, the Israel, no less than the, than the uh, greatest. It is the Lord who speaks. Since I will forgive their uniquity and never call them, never call their sin to mind. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be God. Responsorial Psalm. A pure heart create for me, O God. A pure heart create for me, O God. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offence. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sins. Response, a pure heart create for me, O God. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Response, a pure heart create for me, O God. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor, sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. A pure heart create for me, O God. A pure heart create for me, O God. Second reading, a reading from the letter to the Hebrews. During his life on earth, Christ offered up prayer and entreaty, aloud and in silent tears, to the one who had the power to save him out of death. And he submitted so humbly that his prayer was heard. Although he was son, he learned to obey through suffering. But having been made perfect, he became for all who obey him the source of eternal salvation. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Gospel acclamation. You are the word of God. If a man serves me, says the Lord, he must follow me wherever I am. My servant will be there too. Glory to you, O Christ. You are the word of God. reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Among those who went up to worship at the festival 
were some Greeks. They approached Philip, who came from Bethsaida in Galilee, and put their request to him. Sir, we should like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew, and Andrew and Philip together went to tell Jesus. Jesus replied to them, Now the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I tell you most solemnly, unless a wheat grain falls on the ground and dies, it remains only a single grain. But if it dies, it yields a rich harvest. Anyone who loves his life loses it. Anyone who hates his life in this world will keep it for the eternal life. If a man serves me, he must follow me. Wherever I am, my servant will be there too. If anyone serves me, my father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But it was for this very reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. A voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. People standing by who heard this said it was a clap of thunder. Others said it was an angel speaking to him. Jesus answered, It was not for my sake that this voice came, but for yours. Now sentence is being passed on this world. Now the prince of this world is to be overthrown. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I shall draw all men to myself. By these words, he indicated the kind of death he would die. The Gospel of the Lord. I have a big interest in sport and I've always been impressed by the amount of sacrifice that some sports people are prepared to make to reach their full potential. I've had the opportunity to get a close-up, as it were, of their commitment, willingness to make huge sacrifices in pursuit of their goal. I also had first-hand experience of young people equally talented but not prepared to pay the price required to reach their full potential. That willingness to make sacrifices in pursuit of your goal is the secret of those who are successful in reaching their full potential. I'm speaking here of sports people, but it is equally true of the pursuit of success in any other discipline as well. There's a well-known catchphrase that you hear a good deal today, no pain, 
no gain. If I were to put what I'm saying in the language of the gospel, the term I would be using is self-denial. And it is in relation to this concept that we have probably the most direct clash between the gospel and the prevailing culture of our time. The gospel promotes self-denial as the path to liberation, the path to true freedom. Freedom from things, especially within ourselves, that have the capacity to enslave us. That is how the gospel sees self-denial. On the other hand, the prevailing culture of our time, the me culture, the culture of individualism, sees self-denial as a largely negative concept. And instead, that culture puts forward as the road to freedom, being able to do whatever it is you feel like doing. So you see what I mean when I say there is a very direct clash between the gospel and the prevailing culture today. Now, thank God, not everybody today gets sucked into that culture. And that's true, too, of young people. All young people don't fall victims of that culture either. The important thing to be aware of is that it is in that culture, in that space, that people in today's world have to make the choice whether to follow the way of Christ and its demands. That makes the decision to follow the path of Christ a very challenging one today, and perhaps particularly challenging for our young people. In our gospel today, Jesus himself is at a point of decision. You heard his words. Jesus, if he is to follow the way laid down by the Father, he must continue his road to the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate self-denial. But here in this gospel, Jesus is agonizing, uh, as he will later in Gethsemane. I'll just quote again, from that gospel a little bit. This is what he says. Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But it was for this very reason that I have come to this hour. And then he says, Father, glorify your name. In other words, he decides to continue on the way of the cross to Calvary. Now, an interesting thing in, about our gospel today is that the text of that gospel is the response that Jesus makes to some Greeks who had come to Philip and asked him, saying, we would like 
to see Jesus. So in response to the request to see Jesus, to meet Jesus, Jesus responds by speaking of the service, the sacrifice, the self-denial involved in going the way that Jesus came to this world to promote. As many of you are aware, the ancient Greeks were great explorers, great philosophers, above all, great seekers of the truth. Jesus presents them with the truth of his way. We don't know whether those Greeks actually got to meet Jesus, but we do know that he left them in no doubt about how central the willingness to make sacrifice was to his way. One thing that Jesus never did in the gospel was to water down his message in order to lure more followers. I don't claim to have the blueprint for drawing young people to the way of Jesus but I'm fairly sure that a truncated version of his way, where much of the sacrifice involved are brushed out, will not attract them. Over the past few decades, there is a sense in which that presenting of a watered-down version of Christ's message has been tried, and young people are not interested. The young sports people and others that I mentioned at the outset would never have reached their goal if they followed a watered-down training regime. Nor would they have expected to reach their goal without sacrifice. Instead, those young people keep their lofty goal. Uh, they don't lower when those goals uh, demanded extra sacrifice. Those young people also learn to cope with some failure as they struggle along that demanding road of their discipline. They aren't put off by failure to measure up along the demanding way. Neither will Jesus be put off by our failures to live the demanding challenge of the gospel. What would put Jesus off is any watering down of his message. Young people like the sports people and many others in other disciplines and pursuits have shown that they are capable of making great sacrifices in pursuit of a goal. The setting of the goal is what is crucial, and that is something all who aim to follow Christ must do in our world today. In the Christian way, there is no Easter Sunday without Good Friday. It's a mistake to expect otherwise. Jesus, in today's gospel, also uses the image of the wheat grain 
which illustrates the same point. As we work towards our way towards Good Friday and Easter Sunday, we must reflect on the role of the cross and taking up the cross, our own cross, and helping others to carry their cross can be a very fulfilling way of life when we are hugely supported, of course, by Christ himself, who is under every cross. Doing that does lead to Easter Sunday. Jesus himself said elsewhere in the Gospel and really summed up what I'm saying when he says, if anyone wishes to come after me, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. As we're talking about the cross, um, just and as we're speaking to West Limerick Radio, and say to the listeners there that on Good Friday evening, at, uh, from 7 o'clock until 8 on West Limerick Radio, uh, some young adults will present some reflections on how the cross shows up in our lives and in our world today. Now we profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Jesus, in his humanity, learned to obey his Father's will through suffering. Today we pray for the grace and strength to be able to carry whatever crosses come our way as we journey in faith to our Heavenly Father. May we as members of the Church arrive to draw ever closer to, be, to being the Church that Jesus envisaged. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracefully hear us. In our first reading, the Lord says, I shall be your God and you shall be my people. 
May we always trust that God is watching over us, no matter what our trial may be. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Jesus tells us that if a man serves me, he must follow me. May we always reflect the mercy and compassion of Jesus in our lives, especially with regard to the failings of others. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We know that each one of us is a child of God, a member of his family. May our parish community inspire young families to follow the way of Christ. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. May young people in whose hearts Jesus has sown the seed of a vocation respond generously and courageously to that call. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord graciously hear us. And as we pray for our dead, we remember especially Ito Connell of Kilmanahan and Nora, Patrick and Betty Collins of Mean Killy, for whom this Mass is offered. May these and all our deceased relatives, friends and neighbours enjoy eternal peace in the house of the Father. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We commend our prayers now to our Blessed Lady, to our Heavenly Father in Heaven, praying, asking her to pray for us. And uh, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, these are our prayers. We make them with confidence because we believe that we make them in union with Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his church. Hear us, Almighty God, and having instilled in your servants the teachings of the Christian faith, graciously purify them by the working of this sacrifice through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, 
almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as the true man he wept for Lazarus his friend, and as eternal God raised him from the tomb. Just as taking pity on the human race, he leads us by sacred mysteries to new life. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, O Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. 
May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, our spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Patrick, St. Ita, St. Bridget, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, Brendan, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. We pause for a moment to remember our own dead relatives, friends and neighbours. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And we pause for a moment to wish one another the peace that Christ promised, a peace that the world cannot give.
Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Just some uh, brief announcements here for the parish here in Abbey Field. Uh, tomorrow evening, adoration here will be on the altar from 6 until 7, leading into the 7 o'clock Mass. And again on Thursday mornings after the 10 o'clock Mass until 12 noon, with Stations of the Cross on Friday morning at half past nine. Our thanks today to Father Frank Dewey from Newcastle West for celebrating our Mass today and to all who helped us to celebrate Mass here. Indeed, thanks to West Limerick 102 FM as well for the facility of bringing Mass to your homes this morning. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment done. Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains a single grain, but if it dies, it bears much fruit. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment done. 
Sacred Heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. Let us pray. We pray, Almighty God, we may always be counted among the members of Christ, in whose body and blood we have communion, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Mass is ended. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Sings my soul, my Savior God.